What's up, everyone? If you don't know me, uh, my name is Ben, and I'm just super happy to be here uh, with you guys uh, today. What is it? It's Sunday. I'm sorry, guys. I can't remember what day it is. Uh, but it's Sunday, so super glad to have you guys here. Um, whatever. It's is what it is. Me. All right. No one? No one? How are you guys doing? Nothing? Come on. Wow, that was weak. That was weak. All right, whatever, whatever. You guys are obviously tired. It's Sunday, whatever. Um, I get it. I'm tired too. Um, But it's good. I forgive you. It's okay. But we're continuing our series through uh, the dating phenomenon. If you missed last week, uh, what we talked about was we talked about that beginning stage um, that everyone loves to do, everyone's favorite part in the relationship, uh, the talking stage. Um, and so Chris talked, uh, talked us, taught us through that um, and what that should look like. And basically, um, yeah, no, it's not good. Shouldn't have that talking stage, but whatever. Um, and so today we're continuing through um, and we're going to stop. We're going to talk about love. Right now, so when I throw out that word, a lot of you just get different definitions in your head of, of what love looks like, what love actually is. Um, so I got a little, little personal story for you guys. Um, well, first off, if you don't know, um, I got married a little over two months ago now uh, to Hannah. Thank you, guys. I really didn't do any of the work. It really was just Hannah for saying yes. I don't know why. Uh, but she's somewhere. I don't know where she is. Um, but if you've met her, you should meet her. She's a pretty, pretty cool person, uh, I think. I think she's pretty cool. Uh, but before Hannah... Oh, here comes the tea. Before Hannah, I, you could technically say I had three girlfriends. Woo-hoo! Yeah, there it is. I had three girlfriends before Hannah. Um, and so one of my relationships, um, I was in sixth or seventh grade. You know, I was pretty young. We, we were dating, right? That's why I put the quotes up when I said relationships. Um, and so this is, it was in sixth or seventh grade. And I remember this girl, um, we, we started going out. Really, it wasn't really much going out because we were in sixth or seventh grade. We're still in middle school. What really could we do? Um, but I remember we, we, we were dating for about a week at the time. Um, and then she texts me. She's like, oh, I love you. And I was like, oh, sweet, cool. Like, I love you too. I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. I didn't really know what that word meant, but I sent it back to her. Right? And then two days later, guess what? We broke up. I broke up with her. Right? I had no clue what that word meant. I had no clue um, what, what it meant to love someone. But I was like, yeah, sure, like, I love you too. Right? And then so later down the line, um, I, met, I met Hannah. Right? And so I met Hannah, and we started dating. Um, but this time, right, I started to know what that word actually meant. I said, ah, like, I'm I'm not going to rush into this. I'm not going to be that person that says it super early. Um, So we didn't say it until we were about uh, three months in. So we took that time um, because we both knew what that word actually meant. We knew the weight behind saying the L word, saying, hey, I love you. We knew what that meant. You see, but... But in today's world, and I know um, in your guys' relationships, don't try and lie to me, I know we are quick to say that word. We are super quick to say, oh, I love you, babe. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Oh my, right? Like we are quick to jump to that word. And if you're not in a relationship, I'm going to be honest. You guys got to be honest with me. I know that you guys are sitting there and you're like, I can't wait to be loved. 
I can't, I can't wait for someone to love me. I can't, I can't wait. I'm so excited. They're gonna, someone's going to love me. I just can't wait to get to that point in my relationship and everything's going to be perfect. And, and woo, you know. Right, we get so excited for that. That we look at our relationship, we look at, at that word love, and we're like, oh, when I reach that point in my relationship, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. When we finally say the L word, everything's going to be perfect. But you see, we start looking at love as, as an achievement. We look at love as, as a milestone in our relationships, whether it's in dating or whether it's just with your friends, that we look at that point in, in, in our life when we, when we get to that point and we're saying, oh, oh man, I love you, oh, oh girl, I love you, or oh honey, I love you, like whatever it may be, whatever context it's in, we can't wait to get to that point. That we tend to rush to that point. That we say, I can't wait to get to that point. So we look at love as this milestone in our relationships. This point where we see it and we're like, I just want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there. We see that love actually isn't a milestone. That love, uh, the action of loving, is actually something that God calls us to do daily. That God has set this standard for us and he says, hey, I like... He is calling us to live our lives in love. But see, we get this, this, the, the definition of love mixed up. A lot of times we like to, to switch the word like and love. That sometimes, most of the time, we actually don't love our boyfriend or girlfriend at that time. We just like like them. Really, you just like like them. You're just infatuated with them and we say, oh, like I love you. That we, that we actually get this twisted that, that when you actually truly love someone that there's an action behind it. It's not just something you throw out uh, willy-nilly. It's something that, that, that has this weight to it. It's something that means so much. So we're going we're to look through, through Scripture today and just really define and, and see what the Lord calls us and how he calls us to love. Because I was like you, I, I, I got that word confused so often in life. I never knew what it truly meant. And so we're going to start today in uh, 1 Peter. Uh, 1 Peter 4, 8, if you have your Bible, open it up. If you don't, look, I helped you out. It's right here behind me. All right, so it says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Right, you see that first two words that says above all. So above everything else in this world, love one another earnestly. Love one another earnestly, sincerely, right, or, or wholeheartedly. Right, this word love says, hey, keep loving one another earnestly. Keep going. This is a sincere love. This isn't something that is just, oh, hey, I love you. All right, now I'm going over here. I'm done. Right? No, this is something that, that is hey, above everything else, besides whatever that one person may be, be, may be doing. Despite that person's um, imperfections, the damage that they have in their past, who they are right now, hey, despite all of that, above everything else, love them earnestly. Love them despite of their past. Love them despite of, of their present. 
of who you think they're going to be. Love them first. Love them above everything. This is what he's calling us to do. To love them. To love each other. This isn't isn't something that is just, oh, like, oh, they love me. Like, oh, now I can do whatever I want. That we don't get trapped into when someone says that, that love word to us. You see, if we continue, or not continue, we're going to jump uh, to 1 Corinthians 13. This is a passage that you all have heard before. Um, but I remember recently, about three and a half, four months ago, being stuck on this passage. Because three to four months ago, I was getting ready to be married to Hannah. And this verse, these verses right here, just convicted me. Because this is what love is. This explains to us exactly, hey, this is what love is. So if you've heard it before, keep reading it. Read it again. Hear what I'm saying, what the Lord is saying through this. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That when we get to that point, whoever, whatever friendship or, or dating relationship we may be in, when we say that we love them, this is what it means. This is what it means to love someone. This is it right here. Love is patient and kind. That means love is going to be slow to anger. That when they are upsetting you, when they're just digging under your skin, that your reaction is not going to be anger or frustration. But instead, your reaction is, is patient and kind. That's, it's, that's the hard part. When that person is ticking you off, they are making you mad. It says that love is patient and kind that you're not going to get angry, that your reaction is not going to be in anger, but that you're going to force yourself to take that step back, to be patient with them, to be kind with them. It says, love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not uh, irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. That love is going to sit here. That when you love someone, you're not going to rejoice in their wrongdoings. Meaning you're not going to keep um, doing the bad things that you know are bad. That if you're dating someone and you're like, oh, like I love you, now we can do all this. We love each other, now we can go down this road. That you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, hey, no, I love you. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to find that, we're not going to rejoice and find that happiness in the, in the things that we're doing wrong. Whether it's your friends, hey, like, I love you, and I don't want to see you get in trouble and get hurt. Hey, I don't want to see you pull me into that. I don't want to get in trouble as well. Hey, let's go do something else. 
says, but it rejoices with the truth. And it finds that happiness when it's doing the right thing. That when you're loving someone, when you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you're in that time and you're like, oh, hey, like I love you. That because you love each other, that you are going to hold them to the standard of doing what's right. That you're not going to be overcome by, by love and just follow what they're doing, to cave into what they're doing. But you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, hey, I love you, so let's actually do something else. Hey, let's not do that. That's not right. But here's, here's the best part in the end. It says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. But love does not give up. Love is not something that you have one day and lose the next. That there's this continual action of loving, of trying. That you're not just going to give up. Like with, with my girlfriend in sixth or seventh grade, uh, right when I said it, and then two, day, two, three days later, I broke up with her. Like obviously, I did not love her. That is not what love is. Love bears all things, right? It says it endures all things. Things, but see, it bears all things. So when that person is bugging you, getting under your skin, right? That you're not just going to let it. You're not not going to walk away. You're not going to just give up. Says that it bears all things. There's this action of loving, right? When it begins, says, "I love is patient. Love is kind." The love is this action of of loving. That it's not just going to give up. It's not just going to. Uh, look away. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. That when we are saying that word, when we, when we say, hey, I love them, that there is trust in that love. They have faith in that person to do what is right, to say what is right. But you have to have that trust in love. You see, this is what we see the Lord has put in front of us and said, like, hey, this is what you, this is what love is. But what's greater than anything he, he ever said was actually what he did. Right? We know that Jesus came on this earth. But before that, if you back up to the very beginning that he created each and every one of us. But he created us and he knew, hey, these people are going to be imperfect. These people are going to, at one point in their life, if not their whole life, turn their back and want nothing to do with me. These people are going to keep disobeying me, keep frustrating me. But that didn't stop him from creating each and every one of us. And then what he did was he sent his son, right, on earth. He sent Jesus on earth. And Jesus walked this earth being the only perfect person. But what we see Jesus doing when he was here on earth is that he didn't care who they were, right? If you just look at his disciples when he had um, some, what people would think of as, as evil people, as evil guys, he had them right there with him, right? Despite of what those people that he encountered on a daily basis is that this is what he lived out. 
He said, I love them regardless. Regardless of what they've done, regardless of what they're going to continue to do to me, I'm going to love them. That Jesus gave this perfect, perfect example of love. That he said, hey, I'm going to go die on, these, on this cross for these people. I'm going to go die a painful death for these people. And some of them aren't going to even acknowledge me. Some of them aren't even going to want to say my name. See, that didn't stop him from being that example of love. That didn't stop him uh, from going and doing it. That, that, that is the perfect example of love just right there. That we see Jesus and we see God and, and they've done nothing but continually love us regardless of how difficult, how stubborn, how frustrating we can be, how imperfect we are, did not stop God from loving us. From having this continual love where he's just chasing and chasing after us. As in, this is what the word love means. Love isn't something where you just move back and forth to. Oh, I love you one day, ah, but not the next. But I'll love you the day after that. That when we say that word love, that it has this weight to it. It says, hey, I'm going to continue to love you. I'm going to continue to be patient with you, to be kind with you. I'm going to continue to walk with you that I'm not going to give up on you. So I need you guys to think about that before you go and throw out that word to one another. That this is the love that he calls us to have to each other regardless of who they are. I need you guys to, to think about, to reconsider how you define love. A lot of us came in here with different... Um, Ideas of definitions of love. But to, to look at that, to look at how you define love and then compare that to how Jesus defined love. I bet they're two completely different things. To have that and to let that be your launching point. Say, hey, this is where I was with love, and this is what Jesus has continually showed me how love is. And to go from there. You see, love is not meant to be a milestone, but a lifestyle. This isn't something that in our relationships that are just like, oh, I can't wait to get to this point, but it's something that we are called to live our life by. We are called to, to be. Um, uh, uh, we are called uh, to be, I lost my I'm sorry guys, we are called um, to be loving of all people, regardless of who they are, what they think, what they look like. But we are called to this action of love continually. We are called uh, to use the example that, that Christ has given us of his perfect love, we are called to use that and to go into the world and love others the same way. 
Because if we are truly uh, Christ followers, if we're truly claiming uh, to be Christians, this is what we are called to do. Above all, keep loving others earnestly. That this is what love is. Love is not just a fluid thing. That this action of love is, is concrete. This is what God calls us to do on a regular basis. Just reconsider that. To think about your definition when you walked in and God's definition. And then to go off of that. Hey, Jesus, you showed me the perfect example of love. Lord, help me go into the world to love others the same way. Lord, let me be that example to others. We're going to continue this conversation through um, our small groups. Really dive into that word uh, some more and say, hey, this is what love is. Hey, this is how I can be living um, in love to others. And pray for us, and then we're going to head off. Jesus, I, I thank you for today. Lord, I, I thank you for, for your continual uh, love, Lord. Lord, I thank you for um, loving us even though we're, we are not perfect. Lord, even though we, um, we are continuing to sin against you, Lord, that you are continuing to love us. Lord, but I ask you to help us uh, to love in your way. Lord, that to help us uh, understand what that word truly means, that, Lord, this is not something that we can just throw around. Lord, but this is something that you call us to do. Regardless of, of who our friends, our girlfriend, our boyfriends are, Lord, that we would be that example of love in this world. We love you. In Jesus' name.